It's that wonderful time of year again where the needle hits 40 degrees Celsius and we all roast our asses off while watching another completely unrelatable Christmas tale set in a snowy wonderland. As the sun beams down on another scorching Christmas day, forcing us all back inside into cramped spaces with family members and close relatives, while the air conditioning barely clings to life trying to pump out that cold air we so desperately crave, things can get a little heated. So how can we handle the holiday period with a sense of dignity and respect for the people we love? Well, the answer's quite simple, really. We can't. We've no place to go. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. 20th of December, 2019, Friday, 3.06pm. My name is James and this is Weird But Wonderful. Welcome to your weekly dose of weirdness, an exploration into the minds of strange people doing strange things. Uh, on this show, we cover everything from psychology journals and peer-reviewed studies to ridiculous news stories, all in the pursuit of trying to understand what makes people tick. We're, we're, you know, we're crazy about human behavior here. What lights our fire is trying to understand why, why do people do what they do? And in certain circumstances, what, what, why'd you do that though? Why'd you, hey, why'd you do that though? You know, there were some people that I want to say thank you to who did a thing recently. People might be saying to them, why'd you do that? But for me, I'm saying, hey, thanks for doing that. Um, special thank you to the people who are, you know, supporters on Patreon, Shane, Sam, and Sam. You know, the the person's so nice, we got him twice, two different Sams. Uh, you're the fuel that keeps this sleigh burning, this Christmas sleigh burning. Uh, if you're not yet a subscriber, head over to patreon.com forward slash weird but wonderful. Check out the tiers, see what you're into, get your hands on some extra goodies and become a supporter of the show today. You know, it'll mean the world to me. And uh, Christmas is just around the corner. So, hey, gift it. Gift, gift, me, gift me a Patreon subscribe. Hey, do it. <laughs> you know, the best the best presents are the ones that someone coerces out of you. Hey, do it. Go go to patreon.com forward slash weird but wonderful and do it. Support the show for Christmas. Christmas is just around the corner. I'm recording this on Friday. I can see I can see Christmas just around the bend. And with Christmas comes something we can all enjoy. Delicious. Not so nutritious eats food and lots of it we love it you know it you love it christmas treats you know maybe this year you're trying to watch the waistline though you know maybe maybe you plan on gorging less this christmas it's a gorgeless christmas for you um that of course however doesn't apply to me i am uh, absolutely going to be gorging i give you my gorge guarantee this christmas i will be munching and crunching and sipping and dipping. I'll tell you why too. My mum makes the most insane chocolate caramel slice you've ever had in your entire fucking life. It's it's ridiculous. It's almost a crime is how good it is. And the 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 problem is though that she only make it once a year. She only breaks out that recipe once a year, and that's at Christmas time. So, you know, when the bar's only open one one day a year, you drink till you can't see anymore. And that's 
what I plan to do with this chocolate caramel slice, you you are what you eat. I'm a be a chocolate caramel slice by the end of Christmas. So you know, get gorge, go, get gorge while the getting's good, as they say. My brother actually, my brother Brian, I'm going to throw him under the bus here. Every year, what he does is he buys the ingredients for the chocolate caramel slice, and he gives them to my mum before Christmas so that she can make him a separate batch, a whole separate batch just for him so he can go have a secret gorge time. We all know what happens, Brian. We all know what happens. We crack open that fridge on Christmas and see two batches, one with little Bri Bri's name on top. We know what happens. It's a little... It's a little Carline Christmas uh, known fact, you know? We know what happens. You piece of shit. <laughs> but anyway, maybe maybe you, you tr- you're trying not to gorge this year. You're having an anti-gorge year. But people like to push food onto you. Don't they? They love to do it. Have another piece. Oh, God, hey, it's Christmas. Have another slice. Or the best one, oh, I can't throw this. Come on. I can't throw this out. There's only two left. Have one. Have one of them. Oh, you only took one slice. Have t- have two. Take another one. You know? That that's a these are these are the classic Christmas sayings. Pastry pushers, I call them. Food forces. You know who they are. You know who they are in your family. But how do you say no to a food forcer? How do you re- how do you respond to their snack attacks? When someone hits you with a grub grab, how do you gracefully maneuver in a situation like that? Well, you've come to the right place. I have for you six ways to cope with food pushers over the holidays. These are some options on how to deal with these situations, according to this article that I read. Again, six ways to cope with food pushers over the holiday. Number one is uh, say, no, thank you. I couldn't eat another piece. I'm starting to feel like a turkey, just a little too stuffed. Keep it lighthearted. Humor is number one. Apparently, that was humor. I'm going to run that by you again, just because, and again, try and catch your breath. I know it's a side splitter. Uh, but this this one was under the humor category. Say no thank you. I couldn't eat another piece. I'm starting to feel like a turkey, just a little too stuffed. I'll I'll let you finish laughing and I'll let you you know get the oxygen back into your body. Try not to pass out. I know that one was a side splitter. Uh, number two, teaching moments. Hold up your hand and make and make a fist. Say, did you know this is the actual size of your stomach? It's amazing to think how much we try to put in there. That's not a that. They've called that one Teachable Moment. I'm going to rename it. I'm going to rebrand that one um, Smug Dick Time. Be a smug dick and say to someone, listen, you fat fuck, this right here is the size of an, of an actual stomach, <laughs> okay? So don't try and cram any more of that into my fisty guts. Fisty guts is disgusting, but also my new favorite term. So that's good. You know, discovering things about ourselves at Christmas. Christmas time is all about self-discovery. 
Um, so number two, teachable moments, aka be a smug dick. Uh, number three, no thank you is what it's called. So just, I'm assuming a casual refusal. It's okay to say no. It's as simple as that. Too often we're afraid to put down limits. Say no politely, but with conviction. Practice when you're by yourself. Oh my God. To make it come out effortlessly. Other people easily push past a wishy-washy no. So, so before, of all the stresses that Christmas time brings, okay? Parties, travel, friends, family, arguments, you know, all the, all the cash you're spending for food, presents, everything that's involved with, with, you know, the stresses of Christmas. Remember to pre-game practicing by yourself, saying no to people offering you food so it sounds convincing, you know. Practice it, be polite, but with conviction. No. No food. That's a good one. No food. No, mum. No food for me. Try that. You know, practice that, obviously. Of all the things you've got to make time for this Christmas, make sure you practice your uh, your saying no to food by yourself just so it comes out effortlessly when someone asks you. Number four is reassurance. Remember that the comments people make are often a reflection of their own fears and insecurities. What? About someone, off- about someone offering you a piece of food is their own insecurity and fear. Okay. Offering reassurance may help to take the pressure and focus off of you. Say, and this is a quote, it sounds like you'd like another piece. Go for it. Again, did this one slip out of the smug dick category? Number two, smug dick. Hey, James, I, I made some uh, tiramisu. Would, would you like some? Oh, no, I couldn't. I couldn't possibly. I've already had already had a piece of mud cake i've already had a pe- i've already had some pavlova you know i was going to i was going to lie to your face and say that i ate the christmas pudding but i'm not but i'm not th- hey i'm not going to do that this is a place of truth and truth telling and i'll never lie to you here okay christmas pudding is fucking disgusting actually i got to google this just to make sure that i'm talking about the same I don't want. I don't want to. You know. I want to tell tales out of school here. I want to make sure that I'm, I'm sort of um, burning bridges appropriately. Christmas pudding is the, uh, is that the one with like all the sultanas and shit in it, or all the fruit and stuff? It is. Fuck Christmas pudding. Okay. Christmas pudding's fucking disgusting. If someone offers you Christmas pudding, this is only a list of uh, six, but I'll give you a special number seven just for Christmas pudding. Uh, and someone says, hey, would you like some Christmas pudding? And you say, oh, fuck no. Just like that. Oh, fuck no. Oh, Christmas pudding. Uh, uh, how about, oh, fuck No. Practice that one while, you, while you're by yourself. Um, but, you know, offering reassurance helps take the focus off of you. So be a smug dick and say, sounds like you want another piece. Go for it. Jesus. Is this... Or I've, I didn't... You know, maybe this article is also like six ways to cope with food pushes and also 
irreparably, you know, damaged relationships with uh, family and close relatives. Number five, divert and deflect. Be sure to hand out a compliment. The pie is fantastic. Do you have the recipe? This can redirect the focus from eating to learning how to make it. So let me run that scenario by you. Someone says, hey, Adam, would you like another piece of pie? This pie is fantastic. Or whatever is the recipe. Okay. Because mm, I'm dishing out the pie and I don't know whether to get you a piece of pie. Okay. So I'm going to hit you with it again. I can get you the recipe. But do, but yeah, it, yeah it, I have a... It, hey, this is James talking now. I have a real problem with people answering questions that no one asked them. You ever ask someone a question and they answer not the question that you just asked? Why though? Hey, why though? Do you want a hey? You want a piece of uh, you want another piece of chicken? This chicken is delicious. Whatever is the seasoning on it? Do you want the fucking chicken or not, dog? Like I don't. What do you want from me? I'm serving it up. Hit me with a yes or no. Number six, turn around. Turn around. Every now and then I take a little bit. Uh, it's okay to turn the tables. If you're new here to the podcast, I like to sing every now and then. So It's okay to turn the tables. Offer the food pushers some food in turn. Or be inquisitive. Seems, in, quote, seems important to you that I eat this. Why is that? What? Hey, what? Hey, grandma made uh, her, her tiramisu. Would you like some? Um, mum, you're really pushing this tiramisu. Why is that, though? Why? Hey, why are you trying to get me to eat the tiramisu so bad, mum? Hey, mum! What the fuck is up? What's in this? Huh? What's it? What's the, what are you trying to do to me, huh? The way you kind of want to tell you that. What are you trying to do to me, eh? This list is insane. Offer the food pusher some food in turn or be inquisitive. Seems important that... that seems important to you that I eat this. Why is that? Because I spent a lot... Because oh, here's one. Because I spent a lot of time making it and I made it especially for everyone else and... um. A little bit of my my sort of self-worth and validation is mixed up in making this because I want to make the people that I love and the people around me happy. So I would love it if you had it so um, it would make you happy and then I'd, I'd feel uh, nice that I made you happy. It's kind of like that's that's kind of the main reason that someone's making shit, right? Or they're trying to, or for the same, you know, or, or they're trying to flex on how good they can cook. You know what I mean? But either way, it's sort of like it's a little piece for them. You know, uh, made them happy. Get made made my made my special uh, pavlova, and they loved it. Made it from scratch. It's kind of crunchy and chewy. You know, put a smile on everyone's face. Everyone enjoyed it. It's really nice. You know, and then someone someone t- it turns around. You're just trying to put a smile on a dial. You're just trying to put a smile on a dial this Christmas by putting some grub in your tub and someone hits you with a, 
Hey, what the fuck is so important that I eat this for, huh? Why are you trying to force me to eat this? Jesus Christ. People who write articles are so devoid of reality. <laughs> we spent like 15 minutes on this. But hey, that's the good thing about it being your podcast, you know? And sort of just, I'm just here to have fun. I'm just here to get, you know, get have a, have a, have a giggle or two. Or three. Shit, I'll be selfish. It's Christmas time. I'm here for three giggles. I got some questions here uh, from people who are encountering their own difficulties at this time of year. Um, sort of the, the through line for this episode is, you know, just getting... How do we get through Christmas? Christmas hits us with some troubles, but we want to get through with a smile on our dial. So, you know, sometimes you get hit with a Christmas conundrum. You know, a holiday headache. A Noel uh, Trouble. <laughs> that one, that one was a stretch. I'll admit it. That one was a stretch. Okay, you know some Christmas complications. Anyway, um, so this question was posted by Car Throwaway, uh, and they obviously they've made a throwaway account to ask this question specifically about a car. Although it's a very specific question, and I imagine that if anyone close to them read this. They know it was them. So uh, they ask, I sound like a real asshole, but I've completely lost my mind over this. I'm 17 and my stepbrother is 17. We both have our driver's license. And I found out five days ago that my dad and stepmom bought a used car for my stepbrother. They got me a $600 gift card to Best Buy instead. Okay. Okay. Little bit of gift disparity here, but all right. I know $600 is a lot of money, but what the fuck? Am I crazy or is it super unfair? It's literally the straw that broke the goddamn camel's back for me. I'm actually so pissed that I've moved to my mum's house full time. My dad seems to be genuinely sorry and told me he's looking for a car now, but it'll take a while. I messaged him back saying that I'll decide if I want to see him after he decides to be fair for once. Oof. I've ignored all other calls and messages from him. My stepbrother messaged me saying that I need to chill out and that he'll let me... Yeah, easy for you, dick, all right? You're you're cruising, okay? And getting the babes. Getting the babes with with your new fresh whip. I'm over here with a $600 fucking gift card to Best Buy. Uh, I digress. He also said that I need to stop bitching and ruining everyone's Christmas again. So easy for you to say, dude. So easy for you to say. I told him to get it in his Civic and fuck off the best. The best. Am, am I in the wrong here? No. Absolutely not. Part of me part of me thinks like, hey, it's a little fucking... The whole question seems a little bratty to begin with. That this guy's like... Uh, my stepbrother got a car and all I got was 600 bucks. Like, those are the problems of at least middle class kids. You know what I mean? These are some these are some good problems to have. I mean, like, and then when he hits his dad up about it, his dad's like, okay, well, I'm, I'll, you know, I'll fucking get you a car too. Like, these are, these are some pretty sweet problems to have is what I'm saying. But that's why it, it seems a little bratty to me. But anyway. Are you in the wrong? First of all, I love, I love telling your brother to get in his Civic and fuck off. The best. 
are you in the wrong here? I'm going to have to say no. I mean, dog, like, (laughs) it's a car represents so much more than just like, it's freedom. When you first get your car, you're, you're, you're free, you know? I'm like a bird, I wanna fly away. I don't know where my soul is. Who sings that again? Fuck. Sorry, again, it's gonna bug me unless I find. Uh, I'm like a bird. That is Nelly Furtado, of course it is. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, what's the I? It seems like it's all kind of panning out, though. I mean, like, Dad said he's sorry. He's looking for a car, but even though it's going to take a little bit of time, your stepbrother said that you can use his car. I just can't. What were Mum and Dad thinking? Other than other than this being the, the clearest expression of them being like, hey, look, we like one of you more than the other, okay? You get a, a Honda Civic and Freedom, rad, and you get... To stay here with us, 600 bucks. Hey, Chet, go and enjoy yourself. Get out of here, bud. Get in your Civic and fuck off, crazy kid. And let's face it, the stepbrother's trying to be nice, saying like, oh, let you borrow my car. You're not getting that car. You're not borrowing that car, dude. He said that to be nice and get you to calm down. Because he wants you to, to, quote, stop bitching and ruining everyone's Christmas. Of course he's going to say that. You're not getting his fucking car, though. Not, Not once. Not even one time do I think your stepbrother will enter his car. I mean, it's it's pretty obvious, you know, what you need to do here. You need to you need to show them how gift disparity works, okay? And you go and you buy your stepmom a $599 gift with your Best Buy gift card, and you buy your dad a $1 gift. And you say, oh, hey, mom and dad, a little bit different, isn't it? Yeah, Dad, um, I got you a packet of Tarzos and one of those four-color pens from the dollar store. And, Mom, I got you an iPad. You need to use this money to teach them a lesson. Isn't, isn't that what Christmas is all about? Teaching lessons, you know? If a Christmas carol has taught me anything, it's that Christmas is about teaching lessons. And you need to use this $600 to teach them a fucking lesson. The lesson of get your fucking head out of your ass. How could you possibly think that a car versus $600 was even remotely the same gift? But hey, let's not take my word for it. Let's see what the people are saying. The people's response. Lyra Terrace says, It takes a serious miscalculation by both adults to think that kind of uneven gift giving is okay. 100%. I think after you cool off, you should sit down with your dad and explain how hurt you were by the disparity. I- exactly. Lyra Terra, here's an idea. Maybe you get your mum an iPad and you get your dad a lump of shit. Because, well, it wasn't 600 bucks isn't a lump of shit. Give him a lump of coal. Give him a lump of coal. Bad gift giver. Bad gift. Gi- you know what, dad? You fucked up. You've been naughty. You didn't, you weren't nice to me. You were fucking super nice to chat, cruising around getting babes in his Civic. Here I am at home like a dipshit with my plastic $600 Best Buy gift card. Can't do piss with it. 
Dad, what am I going to buy for $600, okay? Can't buy a TV. Already got an Xbox. Can't buy a computer. Get your head out of your ass, Dad. (laughs) Get your dad a lump of coal, is what I'm saying. CEO Chris says, by 17, I knew good and well what unfair treatment looked like. If I saw a huge disparity between my gift and my step-siblings, I'd sure put the blame where it belonged, right on the gift giver. And that does not change whether I'm the lucky favorite or not. Parentheses. I refused to accept an iPod when my little stepbrother's gift was a set of tools. I ended up with the iPod anyway, but only after my stepbrother told me he wanted me to have it and that he'd agreed to a smaller gift since our parents were paying for him to take an expensive program at school. Everything turned out okay in the end. Oh, and at no point did anyone tell me I was ruining Christmas. My brother did, however, whisper to my stepmom why I was trying to give back the gift discreetly, and they took me aside to tell me about the program. My brother brings that Xmas up as proof that I'm a good big sister. Parentheses, I'm not always, but would be lying if I said I'm not pleased he thinks so. See, Oka, this was a chance for you. That's a weird flex. That's a weird flex, Siokra. And you've come in, you've quite clearly, you've come in here. You've made it seem like you've related to what's happening here, but you used it to flex on everyone and talk about how great you are. So you've, you've filled me with rage. You've made me angry. Mangry because of this. I refuse to accept an iPod when my little stepbrother's gift was a set of tools. I don't know if that happened. Love to believe you. Weird flex. I think you're lying. Not only not only did you come in here with your own agenda to to make people go, wow, you're such a good big sister, but I also think you're lying about it. So I hope you end up with a lump of coal this Christmas is what I'm saying. Uh, this next question was posted by Knuckles316. My siblings each have multiple kids. I have none. This year they decided that buying for Christmas is too expensive. And so they want us all just to buy for the kids and not for each other. Dog, this happened to me. This happened to me. This means I'm shelling out for each of my nieces and nephews, but getting no gifts of my own. 100%. I haven't said anything to them, nor do I plan to. But am I an asshole for feeling selfish and wanting gifts to come my way as well? Absolutely not. I feel your pain, though. However, that being said, I... I it now, and I know... I know it's like people... people you hear people say this, and you're like, fuck you. Shut up, idiot. But... I, I feel, like, more excited to give someone their gift than for me to receive a gift. And I know that that sounds like, you know, weird flex, humble brag, like, bullshit. But, and, I know, and also, like, I know fuck those people, so fuck me, right? But it, it is true. I just didn't, uh, yeah, you know, especially my girlfriend and my nieces and nephews. Just because I just, I don't know, I just like it. I'm excited to, like, give them their stuff. And be like, fuck yeah, here's rad shit. <laughs> I just I just do. But, you know, fuck those people. I get it. If you, you're listening to this and you're like, fuck off. I totally get it, dude. I get it. But, I mean, this, this absolutely happened to me. I mean, you know, my whole family, everyone's shitting out kids, left, right, and center. I've got uh, four, nep- four nephews, one niece... Oh no, because then it's Brian's side as well. Fuck. So three nieces, four nephews. It's hard to keep track, man. You know? 
But this 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 happened, you know. It got to a point where everyone said, you know, hey, Christmas getting too expensive. Why don't we just buy for the kids? And that's that sucked for me. Everyone everyone voiced that one, saying, you know, okay, we're only going to buy for you know Christmas getting expensive. Let's just buy for the kids now. And everyone was like, yeah, okay, that's fine. Let's all do that. And then what wasn't talked about is gradually everyone started getting gifts for the mums and dads, for the parents to share, the parents of the kids, right? Which, let me break that one down for you, basically just became a no presents for James move at that point, right? So my sister and her husband, you know, I get a gift, and my brother and his wife, my other brother and his wife, uh, you know, got this for you, got something for the kids, but also thought, hey, get something for... Sarah and Sam, oh, get something for, you know, blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden, and then, I, and then I'm, I'm in the corner like, hey, what the, what the fuck is this? It was a shit move. It was a shit move, and I think everyone conspired against me. And, and obviously, 2000, now that, now that I remember it, thanks to this podcast, it's rekindled my rage. And, of course, everyone in my family will now be getting cold. Thank you. So, I think, honestly, dude, I think there's, there's, there's one move on this. You need to grinch it and you need to just once. I think it'll only take one Christmas for, for this to sort of really drive the message home, but steal everyone's presence. Because when, whenever anyone goes over to a single location, right, it's generally someone hosts Christmas on Christmas Day or um, some people do it on Christmas Eve or at the night or whatever. Whenever, right? Whenever you're doing your family Christmas celebration and everyone goes to whoever's place is hosting it. When everyone goes there, they take their presents and then they put the presents under the tree and normally the presents don't get opened until a bit later, right? While everyone's distracted by the smorgasbord of delicious food, again, make sure you put some caramel slice to the side because, again, it only comes out once a year. But after you've done that, yeah, covertly steal all the gifts and then you say to everyone, probably say it, probably call it in because they'll attack you. So be in your car driving away, Call it in, you know, maybe call up your dad and say, hey, dad, I'm going to need you to get everyone around the table, okay? And I need you to put on speaker and say, hey, everyone, it's James. I grinched you. I, hey, I'm going to level with all of you. I grinched you. Okay, uh, this Christmas, I've had enough. You've all fucked me. You fucked me too many times. And now you're going to fuck me on Christmas? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, Christmas was the one time that I had, and now you're fucking me on Christmas as well. So I fucked all of you, and I stole your Christmas. Okay, so now you know exactly what it feels like to not get a gift. So now you know what it feels like when everyone else gets the gifts, and I don't get piss. Okay, so this will just be this Christmas that I'll ruin for everyone. Grinch, Jeff, of course. But next year... Now that you know what it feels like to be cut out of the loop, to not get your gift, right? Next year, maybe you think about getting me a gift. Maybe you think about it. Okay? Love ya. Enjoy the rest of your day. Brian, I saw that mum baked you the, that caramel slice in the fridge. I did take it. I took that too. Sorry, I double grinched ya. I'd like to double apologize to Brian because not only did I grinch the, the, his presence, I grinched his slice as well. I apologize about that. But this is a lesson that you all needed to learn, okay? And uh, 
love all of you and i'll see you in 2020 and then you hang up and then uh, and then it doesn't happen again or you never get invited back to a christmas and then either way you know sort of the problem's resolved kind of but hey don't take it from me let's see what the people have decided the people's response Stella824 says, in my family, we buy for the kids only for the couples that have kids. For couples that don't have kids, they get gifts from the kids. Okay. Okay. But it still comes from, like, mum and dad, obviously. They're like, and this one's from Timmy. No, it isn't, Karen. No, it isn't. Timmy's three. Okay. I know for a fact that Timmy doesn't have the money to buy me these new headphones that you gave me. Let's stop lying at Christmas time. Again, I Stella, I th- I, you know, I think that's I think that's a good response. That's how that sh- should be the case. Wasn't for my family, so maybe I'll sort of you know subtly suggest this to everyone. Uh, Ashley Banks hit single says, Ashley Banks hit single says it's all one word, strange. Um, says, but children don't have any money. Okay. Okay. Uh, maybe they should make something instead so they learn to contribute and put effort into gifts for others. Okay. Okay. Well, that would be great if you want Christmas to suck. Do you want Christmas to suck, Ashley? Because... If you do, that's the right way to go about it. It's a single day of presents and fun, okay? It doesn't have to be some big grand learning experience where, no, no, the children, the children will make gifts this year and they will learn to contribute and put effort into the gifts that they give for others. Not everything has to be some big grandiose learning experience, okay? Sometimes fun could be the focus. Maybe Christmas is the one day of the year where we have fun as the focus. Because that sucks. And let's stick to fun. Neuroctopus says, You're not in the wrong since you don't plan on saying anything. I'd probably ask to remove myself this year due to finances or whatever, which would make it less annoying for you. Remove yourself from... All of the Christmas festivities or just gift giving? I'm assuming just gift giving because you want to get that caramel slice. There's a gray area between gifting for the joy of it at Christmas and rampant consumerism replete with one-upmanship and gift comparing. Fuck me. If you want to be on the correct side of that gray area, you still have to acknowledge real human feelings about being asked to gift while specifically being told you aren't receiving. Honestly, uh, honesty is a good policy, but diplomacy with honesty is best. Hey, Grinch. There's a gray area between gifting for the joy of it at Christmas and a ramp and rampant consumerism replete with one-upmanship and gift comparing. Dude, they're talking in this specific case, you lunatic. They're talking about buying kids for children. Okay, just ninety uh, percent of kids are into like. No, I'll I'll change the stat on that one. A hundred percent of kids are into one of two things, Fortnite or Minecraft. So get them some Fortnite or Minecraft shit and it'll blow their little baby brains right out of their skull and you'll be the dopest person of all time and it'll be fun. 
you know? And <laughs> what are you, how are you possibly, you're buying gifts for children. Your only focus is how can I, how can I make my, my nieces and nephew have the fucking raddest day? How can I make them happy by giving them something that would be so fucking cool? And you're talking about comparing gifts and the day being replete with consumerism. Fuck me, you fucking grinchy grinch fuck. I, you know what? Shopping for kids as well can be pretty fun. Depending upon how old they are. Because like, you know, sometimes you get into like the fucking baby bullshit and you're like, this ain't, this is lame. This is lame. But I, re- <laughs> I recently was uh, shopping for, it was uh, one of my nephew's birthday and he's into Pokemon. So first of all, I put it up on my Twitter actually, uh, at my Pixel Persona, go check it out. Um, there, you know, I, I, I was in, I think it was like Kmart or somewhere and um, I was trying not to buy shit for me. First of all, they had these, these like mystery wrapped wands for Harry Potter. And I was like, well, I need a wand. I'm a sucker at, you know, you long time listeners of me talking to microphones will know that anything that's from a movie brought into real life, I'm just like the biggest idiot sucker for, you know? So they're like, oh, Harry Potter wand in real life. I was like, well, yeah, I need that. Yeah, I need that. So I'm so I'm trying not to buy myself a 25. Me, 30-year-old James is trying not to buy himself a $25 mystery wand. Um, and then meanwhile, I'm just like buying the the look at this rad Pokemon stuff. I ended up getting I got um a bunch of stuff, but one of the things was this Pokemon belt. And it and you can like clip on Pokeballs to it, and then you can put Pokemon inside. And I just thought, like, oh my god, dog. I would have killed for this running around like I'm a goddamn Pokemon trainer with the little Pokeballs attached to my Pokemon belt. So cool. He loved it. Of course he did. Cause it's rad. Again, don't know why you're talking about consumerism and gift comparing. Just fucking your only, your only thing with buying gift for anyone is how can I just put a smile on their face? How can I make them happy? That's it. You know? That's the that's the focus. And that's going to do it for this episode. Head over to One Weird Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to keep up to date with all the goings on. Uh, again, a very special thank you to the patrons. Sam, Shane, Sam means the world to me uh, to know that I have your support. And, you know, likewise, I'm in your corner. You're in my corner. I'm in your corner. And if you're digging what I'm doing here, and you want to show your support, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash weird but wonderful and become a patron. There's also a Patreon app where you can search weird but wonderful because um, one of the uh, perks for uh, patrons is you get episodes early. Um, the Patreon app has a built-in podcast player, which is awesome. It's, it's exactly like any other podcast player. So you're not downloading files or anything like that. You're literally just hitting play and it plays in uh, the Patreon uh, podcast app. So um, yeah, go check it out. Get your hands on some extra goodies. Uh, there's video updates, bonus episodes, and there'll be more to come. And, you know, before I get out of here, I just wanted to say that, you know, it's an end of 2019, it's Christmas time. 
Uh, I know that, you know, Christmas can be expensive, it can be stressful, it can be argumentative, it can be shitty at times, but I just want you to remember that it's about family, you know, whether that's blood family, whether that's a family you've created with close friends and meaningful relationships, or fuck it, even if it's like, you know, just you and your pets, even better. You know, I just wanted to say, have fun, spend time with people you love, put a smile on someone's face. Make someone laugh, eat too much food, and just enjoy it, man. Um, And be sure that you make time for yourself as well. Because Christmas can be sort of one of those busy times where, you know, you you like to focus on other people. But you also need to focus on you as well. So make sure you spend time, you know, doing doing something you love. Spend some time on you. And uh, I wanted to go out on this episode with a quote from J.R.R. Tolkien. That says, if more of us valued food and cheer and song above hoarded gold, it would be a merrier world. Merry Christmas. I love ya. Be safe. Have fun. And I'll talk to you again soon. Peace. Peace.